Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. We are two friends who like to talk about serums. And this here is a mini episode where we take your calls. And emails. And that's about it. (laughs) We answer your questions, (laughs) listen to your comments, respond, react, have a great time. Um... If you are listening to this and you ever want to give us a call, I normally do this at the end, but I'm just throwing it in here at the beginning. 781-591-0390, or you can email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. Dory, I'm going to start things off 
with an email. Okay, go for it. I have a question about therapy, or more specifically, how to talk about therapy. I've struggled on and off with anxiety, depression since my teen years, and finally started seeing a therapist at the beginning of the year, and it's been really helpful for me. My partner is totally supportive and happy it's helping me, but he doesn't really believe in therapy for himself. He is an extremely private person and has a hard enough time sharing his feelings with me, so he says he doesn't know how he would ever be comfortable sharing with a stranger. Fast forward, and he has recently been dealing with depression, and I desperately want him to see a therapist, but I know I can't force him to go if he doesn't want to. Have you ever had to explain to anyone the validity of therapy or been successful in encouraging someone to go who is hesitant? I would also really love for us to start couples counseling together, but he isn't a fan of that idea either. I would really appreciate any advice you might have here. This is tough. Yeah. I hate to be gender normative, but I feel like this is a very common – I hear this a lot from women about their male partners. partners. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's because men internalize these ideas that they have to be tough and masculine. Um, I'm sure that that is part of it. Um, but I have experienced this firsthand with partners. I've had friends who've experienced this with partners. And I do think it's like a pretty common thing. So you're not alone in this. I know that doesn't really help, but I do think that that it's pretty common. I also think you cannot for not force, but I think it can be very hard to convince someone to go to therapy. For some people, it is they have decided it's just not for them. And maybe it isn't for them. Like it might just not be the thing that they need for self-care and to help them with um, their issues or experiences. So I think it can be I know how frustrating it can be to see like the value in it and feel frustrated that somebody's not um, pursuing it. Yeah. But my suggestion would be to try to let go of the urge of trying to encourage your partner and see if it's something he might eventually come to on his own time. That being said, in terms of going to couples therapy, I do think – I don't know how you would get him there, but I do wish that he was more open to meeting you halfway on that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think maybe putting together – you know, maybe laying out the reasons why it's really valuable to you and for what you need in the relationship for the two of you to go. And also suggesting like it doesn't have to be forever, but it's something that you would really would like to try together and here are the lay out the reasons why. Because marriage and partnership is about compromise. So he doesn't have to go for his own shit. But for the together shit, I do think if one person is saying this would be valuable to me, I think it's worth I don't know how you get the other person to do it. I don't know, Dory. Do you do you think you can convince a partner to get to couples therapy? Well, I was able to convince Matt to go to therapy on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you do that? Well, it was it was a dark time. He was so depressed and so anxious and so stressed out, and it was getting like hard to be around him. And I kind of gave him an ultimatum. I mean, I wasn't like, I'm going to leave you, but I was like, you have to, you have to go to therapy and figure this out because it, it's like hard to live with you. Yeah. So I did kind of lead the horse to water though. I found the therapist. Okay. I found a therapist who is a block from our house. 
Interesting. Who takes his insurance. And I was like, here's the person I have selected for you. And he went. And he went. And it was. But that is my husband's personality. Like, if. Because I, he was never going to do it on his own. Yeah. But I knew if I just, it was annoying that I had to do it. But sure, I was like, that's a mental load for you. But I was like, I know if I do this and I make it as convenient as possible for him. And he has subsequently said, like, if you, like, and he's, he said this on podcasts, like, he said, if, you know, one of the biggest reasons I go is because it's so it's, it's so convenient. I just walk over there. Um, and I do think like lowering the barriers to entry is really important, um, which is like just a sort of practical piece of advice um, to the extent that you can do that. Um, you know, I think for me, in terms of getting Matt to go to therapy, it was important for him to see how much he, he was affecting me. And it just wasn't fair to me. Um, and kind of once he sort of understood that, he was more willing to go. I think that's really a really good point to make in this conversation that this listener might have with their husband is that it it needs to be not just like you sh- you need therapy because you're this, but like, hey, our this is impacting our relationship yeah. and I'm feeling this way. And they might not even be that aware of it. Like they might, yeah, Yeah. like sometimes they don't even quite grasp how much their moods affect you. I know I don't. And then I, and then if I learn that from my husband, it's always very jarring. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, oh, oh, my anger and depression are bumming you out too? Sorry, I had no idea because I'm so self-absorbed right now. Yeah. So, you know, I think sometimes that can help. Yeah. Um, But I think it's also... It's also just worth thinking about, like, what will your life look like if he does refuse to go? Like, what is your next step if he refuses to go? I do think you have to kind of plan for that scenario. Is this also something you think the listener could talk to their therapist about? Like figuring out um, uh, not a solution, but a plan for speaking? Yeah, the therapist might. I'm sure your therapist has dealt with this with other people. So I would suggest bringing it up in therapy. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. That's a really tough one. That is a tough one. Dory, I'm kicking it off with a voicemail. Okay, over great. Here. All right, we ready? Yep. Let me make sure my volume is up. Okay, here we go. Hey, y'all. Um, this is Candy in Oregon, and I am calling on behalf of the hopefully just millions of political staffers across the country who are listening to your podcast who are working 80 to 100 hours a week right now, getting ready for this election, not trying to make things political, but I know there are a lot of us out there who are trying to find ways to make ourselves look well-rested, despite the fact that we are not rested. Um, I'm curious if anyone has any hot tips that we can use Um, I've been using some hydrogel patches that I found at Ulta, and I'm hoping that somebody else has something out there um, because women are held to unreasonable expectations of beauty and all of those things. So let me know if you found anything. Thanks. Under eye concealer. I'm saying ice roller and under eye concealer. Yeah. My two go-tos. Yeah. 
Um, listener, first of all, I too hope there are millions of political staffers listening to this Same. podcast. Thank you for the work that you were doing gearing up to this election, uh, at working 80 to 100 hours a week. is There may be no way to mask your exhaustion because that sounds freaking hard. Yeah. But I would concur with Dory. It's all about the under eye. Mm-hmm. So Dory... Yeah, have, I feel like people just wear their tiredness under their eyes. Yeah, that's a normal m- men and women. Yeah. Um, also, a little blush can oh, help. Just think it just makes you look a little healthier. Like you kind of are fresh, mm-hmm. even though inside you haven't slept in three yeah, days. Yeah, because, you know, if you're a political staffer, I assume you haven't slept. You also spend a lot of your time inside. So you have a sort of like deathly pallor. <laughs> Where this is going. And so I think anything that can sort of give yourself a little bit of pep and color, because as you say, women are held to these unreasonable beauty standards. That is true. Um, can can help. So my my big two are under eye concealer and um some some nice blush. I, you know, I am a fan of the Glossier Cloud Paint, but whatever works for you. Um the other thing I would say maybe, you know, when you're if you if you even have like ten minutes before you go to bed, put on a nice sheet mask. Oh yeah, really hydrate that skin mm-hmm. at night. Yeah, I would also add, and I'm sure you're doing this. Make sure you're drinking a shit ton of water, mm-hmm. even though you're working all those hours. Pee breaks might be hard to come by. Just drink, 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 drink water. I'm chanting, drink, drink, drink. That sounds <laughs> not appropriate. Um, and I, I know I've talked about the stupid ice roller every episode of this podcast, but when, I, when, my, when I, I'm tired, my face feels like puffy and swollen. And if I roll this ice roller on my face for five minutes, it tightens everything up, it de-puffs it. And I would also add just a swipe of mascara gets those, mm. la- like kind of just pops open mm-hmm. your your um, lashes a little bit. And I use NARS Orgasm Blush. Mm, and mm-hmm. I am always so impressed if I just do a little touch of that on my cheeks. It really just makes me look alive. Yeah. So I think, and Dory, shout out again once more your favorite under eye concealer. Oh, I mean, my favorite is the Boing, Benefit <laughs> Boing Industrial Strength concealer. Um, I know people also really like It Cosmetics concealer. I do use that. And that is like you are painting on yeah, on your face and it works. But I think you're, you're in the zone where you need the industrial strength spackle. I have been using a couple things just if you're looking for like skin brightening stuff. I've been using this Becca First Light Priming Filter, mm-hmm. which just gives my skin a nice glow. And then I throw some Glossier face stuff on over that and I just look kind of fresh and then also Becca makes this um like under eye uh, like brightener yes which is a, a kind of a cult fave and I recently got that and that is also very nice I find that it's not enough to use on its own you need you would layer it with your boing I would layer it so listener because I have it and I and I've oh. tried to use it just as a concealer and I find that it doesn't conceal enough. But maybe that together they find I have, a dream yeah, team. I have not tried it on top of the boing, but that might be something to try. Yeah, listener, let us know how it goes. And again, uh, if you're listening, we will link all the products we mentioned on our website. We will indeed. So, Forever35podcast.com. There you go. Um, Dory? Yes. Should we take a little break? Let's take a quick break. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college, so this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best 
to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Uh, Dora, I have another voicemail for us from a listener. Let's hear it. All right, here we go. Hi, Kate and Dory. Um, I'm from Southern California, and I just wanted to call and say that I love you guys so much. You really do put a smile on my face every day. After I leave work, and sometimes before work, I listen to you guys every week. But I also wanted to make a comment or maybe get your input about um, the imposter syndrome or imposters. I feel like an imposter in my job. And 
I don't necessarily have a degree in the industry I work in, but I know that I'm a valuable team member in my um, in my company, and I know that I work my booty off, and I deserve to be there. But sometimes the confidence, my confidence, gets the best of me, and I just don't know how to combat that sometimes, and it's just really frustrating because I feel like it's prohibiting me from doing the best I can do. Um, so any comments about that uh, or any tips on how to combat that would be great. And thank you so much for your podcast. Have a great night. Okay, bye. Dory, have you ever dealt with the feeling of imposter syndrome? Totally. That's that's something. I mean, I uh, feel like that's every day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've totally dealt with imposter syndrome. So how do you, you know, it's interesting listening to this caller because they're feeling the imposter syndrome. It sounds like maybe just based on not having the same expertise as maybe other people coming into their organization. You mentioned not having a degree in what you work in. I will tell you I was a women's studies major. I mean, I guess that carries over, but I, I certainly didn't like, didn't, you know, take my thesis about the rhetoric of breasts and do much with it. <laughs> What is the rhetoric of breasts? Well, I interviewed, I interviewed different women about their feelings about their breasts, and then I did a independent photo study where I photographed women's breasts, oh my God. including my own. And then my dad read it, and so that was a thing. This is getting way off topic. That is amazing. Yeah, two thousand and one was a year <laughs> for me. But uh, it sounds like you also know that you deserve to be there, mm-hmm. and. I'm, I'm interested in how you and how this listener can take those positive feelings that they feel about themselves, that they bring value, that they are a great team player, that they are, you know, bring a lot to the table. And how can they focus on those and not like the demon voices that aren't true, that are like, you don't deserve to be here? I think that part of it, there, there is an element of kind of teaching yourself to like fake it till you make it. Yep. Totally. And, and kind of acting, just acting like you belong and acting like you got this and telling yourself to act that way can eventually like turn into actually believing it. I, I do believe that. Um, and I feel like I've done that. You've practiced that. Yeah, I've practiced that. I think also, you know, men, men, um, I, I'm sure there are men who have imposter syndrome, but it feels like there are so many men who are mediocre who just go through life bumbling around, <laughs> convinced that they are great at what they do and they're not, but they have this attitude that they are. Is and that, like, I think if you just take a little bit of that, take a touch, take a taste of take that, take a taste of that. One thing that um, has been helpful in, in the same vein of like a gratitude practice is writing down every day something that you're proud of that you've done. And you start to see your accomplishments over time. And if you wanted to focus it on your career, you could. But I, I do think listing out all your all your professional accomplishments, all the things that you bring to the table can really help you see, like, I'm not an imposter. Totally. I do deserve to be here. Uh, and I would recommend that. It's really helped me kind of gain confidence when I feel like it's lacking. I remember the first time I had imposter syndrome was in college. I was the editor of my college's, um, like, arts and entertainment magazine cool. like essentially like the alt weekly of my college you're so cool thanks um but 
I like to get the job, you had to like kind of pitch yourself to the board of um, the newspaper. And then they chose someone. And I beat out this guy who was convinced he was going to get it. And he became like my managing editor. Ooh. Not by my choice. Okay. It was just because he was like the runner up. Sure. <laughs> he proceeded to like undermine me <clears throat> the entire year mm. and like really did a number on my confidence. And I didn't quite realize it until years later when I read Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way. Oh, so good. Wonderful book. And I'm going to get this wrong because this was now like 15 years ago that I read it. But there was something that she had you do where you kind of like went back and thought about the people who had like put you down or like questioned your authority or questioned your abilities. And you kind of like worked through it. And I realized that this stupid guy had like affected my confidence in a way like and now this was you know a few years later and it was like affecting my confidence in terms of my writing overall and I was like fuck this guy like he doesn't get to have that power over me so I don't think that that is the case with all imposter syndrome that there was like a source necessarily like a source of it but I think sometimes there can be like sometimes there was someone who doubted you I just feel like there there are always going to be people who are going to make you feel like you don't belong and you belong. Dory, I want to clap, but I'm not quite sure how to put my hands in front of the <laughs> microphone. And I feel like it will be very loud. <sighs> Can I also say, heading back to, to writing down your accomplishments, fucking put it on post-it notes and stick it all over the mirror and look at that shit every day to remind yeah. yourself of your value. Yeah. And you know what? Little old me with my confidence problems, I'm going to try that maybe. I'm going to try that maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I totally, I totally was like, I'm not fully confident in myself here. But I, 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 I feel like that could really help. Yeah. I'm coming up with solutions for both of us, listener. Great. Dory, I've got one more email Well, here. I think we need to take a quick oh, break. Oh, I forgot about a break. Yeah. Here we go. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it, and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed, they combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage 
You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm-hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. So we have one more email. Dory, do you want to read this one? Yes, I would love to. Hi, Kate and Dory. I've been a huge fan of your podcast since the beginning, although I wasn't familiar with either of your work before this. My loss, which I've since rectified. Oh, thank you. We forgive you. Um, Not knowing you, I had constructed mental images of what you look like. (laughs) I wasn't too far off with Dory. Amazing. (laughs) But in my head, Kate looked like a 90s era Bonnie Hunt. I was shocked when I eventually saw a picture of her at the Emmys, and she looked nothing like that, though beautiful, of course. Has this happened to either of you, a favorite podcaster or radio personality whose appearance was nothing like what you'd pictured? Thanks, and keep bringing light and laughter into my world. Bonnie Hunt is like a really great kind of like middle-aged mom vibe with blonde hair. Like I, I, I actively do not look like Bonnie Hunt. I also actively do not look like me going to the Emmys because I had a I had a professional makeup and hair situation and a and a dress. You had a gown. I had a freaking gown mm-hmm. and heels that hurt my feet to this day. <laughs> have you ever had that moment? Oh, wait, Dory, I have one of these, but it's not me. It's my kid. What? Have I told you this where my daughters became obsessed with Ed Sheeran music? I knew that they were really into it. I mean, we were listening to Galway Girl Every two seconds to the point where I I definitely think they both had developed crushes on him just based on their songs. And my oldest daughter was like, can I see what Ed Sheeran looks like? And I think she was imagining him looking like Zayn or Harry Styles because she was very familiar with the One Direction guys. Yeah. And I showed her a picture of Ed Sheeran and like her and who is a handsome dude. I've actually interviewed him and he's very charming and, and very cute. But you know, he's not quite as glam as like Harry Styles or Zane. He's no Harry Styles in a Gucci suit. I'll leave it at that. But watching my daughter's fate, like you could just see her mind be blown that whatever picture she had of Ed Sheeran That's amazing. in her head was not like a red-haired, t- tattooed man. And she was so disappointed. And I don't know. I don't know. Sammy who- is 
dying laughing right now. I feel like she was like my daughter was expecting the 2018 version of like Corey Haim. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like oh, whatever was going on in her brain. Um, and she was just like, that's Ed Sheeran. I was like, yeah, girl. That is your fucking dream, man. she never listened to Galway Girl she again. She burned his records. <laughs> no, we did. Castle on the Hill. We listened to all. We Yeah, we really, we really did that. So I guess I, I well, I also, I, I'm not sure if I've ever had a voice in my head that I then got like pictured very differently. I think it happens to me when I read books. I imagine characters so specifically. And then when they come to life in a movie, I'm like, what? Oh, I know someone who I think I pictured pretty accurately. Go on. Delilah. I've never seen Delilah. Oh, she looks like what you think she looks like. Delilah, if you are not familiar, is a a soothing radio DJ. A late night radio DJ. Delilah. Uh, Who... Has, you know, a lot of long distance dedication. Yes. She was a, on a magic 106. Oh, but you know who 7. I don't know who what he looks like is David Allen Boucher. There's a Boston <laughs> reference for you. We are just <laughs> David Allen Boucher. Well, now Delilah I... is national. Yes. But Bedtime Dave... Magic with David Allen Bedtime Boucher. Bedtime Ma- Magic with David Allen Boucher. I don't know what he looks like. And I, I'm sure whatever my mental image of him is, is incorrect. Well, I want you to know. So this is a radio DJ from like the easy listening channel in Massachusetts, 106.7 Magic. And I just Googled him and there's a picture of him with a top hat covering his face. So we'll never <gasps> know. Oh, no, he doesn't want anyone to be disappointed. All the radio DJs of my childhood, though, who knows what they look like? Yeah, seriously. Hmm. Hmm. I do love that this listener (laughs) imagined me as Bonnie Hunt. (laughs) What disappointment. Then you're like, oh, it's that freckle, 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 freckle-faced weirdo? Freckle-faced beauty. Changing my tone. Yeah, no negative self-talk. Beauty. Dory, this has been a... A deep dive of a mini episode. It's been a wild ride. <laughs> it's been a journey in just under 30 minutes. Uh, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.